All right, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us on the first edition of the Couch Coaches Show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Todd. And I'm your co-host, Wyatt Otto. We're just a couple of guys who really enjoy talking about sports, and we have these conversations all the time, and we decided why not start recording them, and if people like them, they like them, and if they don't like them, we're just going to have a bunch of conversations of us talking on the internet, I guess. Exactly. It won't be long to figure out. We love the Braves, Bulldogs, anything in the NFL. I'm a big Steelers fan. Wyatt loves them, the Falcons. But we really love any sports, so... You stay tuned. I'm sure you'll hear something about your favorite teams. You know, right now is a really interesting time for sports because the NFL is starting to cool down. we got the Super Bowl coming up Sunday, and there's not much going on besides just regular season NBA basketball. Right Everybody now. loves regular season basketball. That's right. It's real fun to watch. <laughs> real fun to watch there. No, but I figured today we can talk about the NFL offseason. A lot of coaches getting hired, fired. You know, everybody loves that in the playoffs. You might as well talk about the playoffs because it's about the only thing going on. I mean, you mentioned the the hiring. and With the Cowboys, they go to Mike McCartney. What do you think of that move? I think that's an interesting move there. Yeah, um, I think of the offseason moves, I think that might be my favorite. I think McCarthy was doing good in Green Bay. Even his last few years weren't the best. I mean, he was 4-7-1 and one in his last season, so not a great year. But I think that was more of just – they needed to change things up. Like, he wasn't a bad coach. It was just once you do the same thing for a while, it gets old. You know, I thought the, the best hire for them was going to be someone young, offensive-minded, because yeah. they have an explosive offense. So I figured Lincoln Riley would have been a perfect fit for yeah. that, that team. And I, does he just not interested in the NFL, you think? I think so. I think he likes his gig at Oklahoma. He's had two out of the past three Heismans have been his quarterbacks, and he's got a sweet gig down there. And I think he just likes it. And so McCarthy is – kind of like an older version of him almost offensive minded guy so you know we'll see we'll see how that turns out I guess you know interesting thing on uh Riley is you know he's never won a bowl game really oh and three in bowl oh, games. three in the bowls huh, I, I wonder mean in the last could two years had a factor I mean in the last two years has he has he won a play or like a college football playoff game he's lost to Alabama Auburn and or not Alabama LSU Auburn and Georgia so I mean I, I get he does he want to stay and redeem himself for those losses Very as he's well trying to get be. himself a ball game win. Well, he'd fit in with the Cowboys for not winning postseason games, so <laughs> maybe that would be a good hire. That I don't might know. be a good hire. <laughs> uh, the Browns, good old Cleveland Browns. Are they ever going to be anything? They, Freddie Kitchens was a coach for one year, and he's gone. So, You know, I, I think I don't even know if it's the coaching that's the problem there. I think you have too many personalities clashing on the team itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Baker fan, and it probably helps that Georgia beat yeah, them in the, in the <laughs> college helps. football playoffs. That probably helps. That way I like them a little more. But I, I don't think the problem is the coaching. I think it has something to do with the players. I, I mean, it's the NFL. Yeah. Coaching is a problem, but it's not like you're yeah. playing college football. And yeah. You have These to have guys a great have been doing coach. it their whole life. They know what they're doing with or yeah. without a coach. I just think Freddie Kitchens' hire last year was weird because they had the personalities and then they hired a personality. It just didn't make sense to me. I mean, this year you got Kevin Stefanski don't know much about him you know he was an assistant coach and offensive coordinator for the vikings the vikings have been a low low maintenance team you don't hear much about the vikings so maybe he could try and cool down some of those guys but i don't know if a young coach can handle all those especially all those o- especially obj exactly he's trying to get out of there i think yeah apparently he is but you know it's obj he i don't even know what he wants Does he want money a championship who knows he's played for two of the worst teams so Hey, you know who stays quiet on that team, though? Nick <laughs> Chubb. Nick Chubb. <laughs> Silent monster. <laughs> oh, man. Well, they're getting a decent offensive coordinator or a decent head coach in 
from what it looks like. I mean, one year he was a QB coach, or when he took over the QB coach, next year Case Keenum had the best year of his career. He was throwing, he was completing 68% of his passes, threw 22 touchdowns and seven picks. I mean, that's undoubtedly the best year of his career. So I don't know if that has Here's to do the with problem. him. Here's the problem with the Browns. Does anyone care about Cleveland no. as a city without LeBron there? No. I don't, I don't think so. No, when LeBron was there, Cleveland was big-time sports city. Everybody liked it. But now LeBron's gone. He's back in a – or he's in L.A. Cleveland's just kind of Cleveland. About, uh, we're about to plug the uh, last episode of The Bachelor, but the first date yeah. was to Cleveland, Ohio. Why? What? What are you doing? You're going to go look at the mural? Yeah. What, I don't even know who the mural is now. Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he looks like a bachelor more than a football player. But I guess we'll see how they go this year. The AFC North is the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. They look like they're going to be a team to beat for a few years. Steelers have a young defense, and the Bengals have the number one overall pick. So a lot of youth in that league or in that division. So we'll see how the Browns. Who do you think the Steelers are going to go after in the draft? Ooh, second round. I wouldn't be surprised to see us go for a running back. J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. Uh, Chubba Howard from Oklahoma State. I wouldn't be surprised to go that route or a tight end. Those are probably the two I would say would be that's the that pick. That's like with the Falcons, you know. You want them to go get someone that fits their team, but they're not going to. Yeah, they're going to get an offensive lineman that's going <laughs> to fall out in two years. And or they're just going to stack up on receivers, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's never a terrible idea. Yeah, so you don't have an offensive lineman to protect your quarterback to throw to the receivers. That's a very good point, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge when they get there, I guess. They're kicking themselves right now, too. You know, Shanahan... Yeah, Shanahan taking the 49ers to the Super Bowl. You take took Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. It makes you think, is Matt Ryan really that good? Or I don't know. He's MVP. Yeah, but was he? Or is he just <laughs> a his product of powerful? Kyle Shanahan? Uh, I think he is a product of Shanahan. I think that's a fact that you can't deny. Yeah. I think that's very clear. Yeah. And I think if the Falcons start off next season after keeping uh, – God, why can't I think Dan of Quinn. Dan Quinn. If, mm-hmm. After keeping Quinn, like if they start the same same way they did last <laughs> year, I think you're gonna have a lot of upset people in Atlanta. But if they start the way they finished last year, it could be a good year for them. It's gonna make them look like a genius for keeping them. The last half of the year was something surprising to say the least. Yeah, definitely. Also, speaking of surprising, the Giants hired a wide receiver coach to be their new head coach. This dude, Joe Judge. No head coaching experience at all. He's been with the Patriots for eight years, so you can't deny that he's learned from a good coach. But a wide receiver coach, it just doesn't really make sense to me. They have nothing to lose. That's true. Why not? Yeah, it's a good point. A lot of people like to point at uh, Harbaugh in Baltimore. He was special teams coach. He didn't do much before he was a head coach, and now he's playing with a great team. So I mean, they have nothing to lose. What, 4-12? and 12? Yeah. Who cares? Go bold move. Hope it pays off. If it doesn't pay off, you're right where you were. It's very true. He was. Uh, he learned under Belichick, and clearly Belichick knows what he's doing. So maybe he'll, maybe he'll turn out great. He can't be worse. Pat Shermer was with them for two years, and he went nine and twenty-three. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to be. Worse. Chances are, you're not going to be worse than that. And so the Panthers are an interesting topic too. Yes, the mid-season fire. That was interesting. Midseason fire and quarterback situation. Yeah. Where's Cam going? Who knows where Cam's going? Cam's going to your Steelers, baby. (laughs) That would be something. 
He's that gonna go would be a be stealer. Something. But who's the? They're gonna rely on Kyle Allen. I mean, his first few games he looked great. He's the future. But man, he looked very below average for a lot of the season. I don't. I don't know if I give up on Cam if I'm the Panthers. I think Cam's still your guy. But it's not looking like that's quarterback a very situation though. You look at Tampa Bay, and you have Winston, who yeah. is a baller, but he can't stop throwing picks. It's true. Thirty for thirty, baby. He did what only Acuna could do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I like watching him play. Yeah, he's got he's got the arm. He's, he's made some plays, but the, the the picks like the picks are everywhere. <laughs> like twenty picks, and I would be like, wow, this dude needs some work. But thirty interceptions. How do you throw thirty interceptions and not have a fan base give up on you and lead the league in uh, passing yards yeah no he did that too like how does that even make sense I, it doesn't and yeah you're right it doesn't. it doesn't make any sense i mean he took dude you know he's got um mike evans catching the ball and like he's got good receivers but do you know what would happen if matt ryan threw 30 picks god his head would be hanging in the streets of atlanta they would burn mercedes benz down <laughs> yeah i mean same thing with roethlisberger though yeah Roethlisberger's always been an interception thrower, though. That's kind of just the way it is. He just he's gonna chuck the ball downfield and hope one of his guys catches it. Hey, it worked for a while. It, AB, it worked for a while. Oh God, and AB, that's a mess. It's the CTE. Yeah, that is. He took too many shots to the head. I mean, it was like an overnight change too. He was almost the best, and now yeah. he's the not no, like now he's completely fell off. Never gonna play in the NFL again. No, he made that clear. He may. And three, four years, get a deal with the XFL or another small league that starts, but he will never be on an NFL roster again. Yeah, he played for the Patriots. That's all that matters. It's true. He he caught a touchdown from Tom Brady. Yep. That's pretty cool. He's got touchdowns from Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger, two, two elite quarterbacks of this generation. Is Roethlisberger done? No. You don't think so? No, no, no. Has he shaved yet? No, he's not back yet, but he'll be back. We care. He'll be back. He's getting old. Yeah, but he'll be back. I ain't okay. worried about it. Okay. You say so. <laughs> well, let's look at the Redskins for a minute. The Redskins got Dwayne Haskins. They have a young quarterback, Darius Geis, running the ball at LSU. Great running the ball. They just fired Jay Gruden, and they got probably my second favorite hire of the offseason in Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron. I think that was a great hire for them. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, you're 3-13. and 13, Something has to change. Yeah. Then why not? Yeah. And the same thing with all, all these teams that are going through these coaches hired. It's not because their coach is doing well, clearly, right? Yeah. That's obviously. why you're getting a new coach. Clearly. Obviously. And it, you can go get yourself a good coach. You can go get yourself as inexperienced and try to get someone while they're young and hopefully they turn your team around. But they can be your coach forever. Right, right. I mean, the same, that's what the Steelers did. How long has he been there? 11 years, something like that. Exactly. Now. Yeah, I think the best thing with Washington is. They're playing in the NFC East, who's, which is undoubtedly the worst division of football. I mean, you've got the Cowboys, who are going to be 8-8 eight and eight for the rest of my life. Every year, right? You've got the Giants. You've got the Eagles, who are going to sneak into the playoffs because the Cowboys suck. And then you got the Redskins. The only problem with that is the Redskins have probably the worst front office in all of football. I mean, they just... Nobody wants to play for them. Nobody wants to work for them. Well, clearly, Riverboat Ron does. But it's just a terribly run team. They don't care... So it's going to be interesting to see if good old Ron Rivera can overcome those obstacles and lead the Redskins to the playoffs. Would you want to play for the Redskins? No. I wouldn't either. No. 
Not with the, the owners just don't care. It doesn't matter to them if they win or lose. It doesn't matter. They couldn't care less. So they're not going to put the people where they need to be to be successful. So I'm, I'm surprised about that hire because I didn't think he would want to put go to the Redskins, but he did. So we'll see how it goes, I guess. On to the uh, next topic here, though. So the Super Bowl, you kind of felt at the beginning of the season that Shanahan and his 49ers were going to be there. Yeah, that was – it kind of felt like that was overshadowed a little bit by everybody thinking the Browns were going to make it because, you know, everybody thought the Browns were going to be amazing for some reason. Don't really know why. Yeah, I was one of those. I yeah. mean, it's it's a Cinderella story. You want yeah. them to be good just because they've been bad for so long. Yeah, but I just think that that kind of overshadowed the people looking at the 49ers saying, you know, they've got Jimmy Garoppolo who, like, only lost one game that he started. you got young George Kittle. Tevin Coleman, they added to the running game. The defense had, you know, Nick Bosa was the first-round pick, looking like he was going to follow in his brother's footsteps. So it was a interesting call at the beginning of the year, but clearly it was the right one. No, it was definitely the right call. I mean, they clearly— I mean, so on the other side of that, too, you have the Chiefs coming in there, too. And last year, watching Mahomes do his no-look throws, you, you knew he was good. Yeah. Well, you didn't know how good until you've watched them play this season. Yeah, last year it was disappointing that they didn't make the uh, Super Bowl. The Patriots beat them out. But you knew that that wasn't going to be their only chance. They were going to be back. And, you know, Tyran Matthew really locked down that defense. And that defense played a lot better. Last year that defense was terrible. I'm sure we all remember the, the Rams game where it was like 53-55 to 55 or something crazy like that. Just no defense. But, yeah, they've turned it around. Mahomes is a baller. He's yeah, he is. He's big physically, and he's not afraid to take a hit. And Mm-mm. he's crafty too. He's fun to watch back there. Yeah, kinda, he he's he's kind of like Lamar. Yeah. Except for Lamar's a little more athletic. <laughs> a little bit more. A little, athletic. a little more. But I mean, in the uh, in the game against the Titans, the uh, Chiefs had Mahomes had fifty three rushing yards. He had that big, that big run that set the touchdown that really kind of changed the. Uh, Change the shape of the game. Change the way it was going. So, prediction. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Ooh. Um, I think I'm going to have to take the Chiefs, I think. Really? Yeah, I think just experience. I think they're a little bit – they're both very young teams, but I think they're a little bit more experienced, and that yeah. offense is just too quick. Hey, Shanahan's been in a Super Bowl true. before. It's true. Well, we all remember how that ended. So, <laughs> I don't know if I would count that as experience. <laughs> hey, he's gotten his heart broken in the Super Bowl once. Not going to let it happen again? Hey, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. Decade of Georgia. There's going to be okay. a champion in every sport once this decade. Okay. So, Hawks are going to take one. Falcons. Uh, well, I might take Braves. that back. The Hawks are scary. Braves, definitely. Falcons, maybe. Bulldogs? Oh, Georgia's definitely going to win the Natty. Okay. okay. I they might it. win, too. Okay. I like it. I don't, they might win, too. I don't hate that prediction. Getting a little off topic here, but the Braves are going to have a fantastic season this year. Oh, yeah. I think all the signs are pointing towards this being a great year for the Braves. You know, they AA's been doing been doing his thing in the front office, signing anybody he can get his hands on, it seems like. It seems like he can sign anyone he wants to. He didn't want to sign Donaldson to the contract that Donaldson wanted, and he didn't. He, yeah. he stood true to his word, and, yeah. and I think it was the best move for the Braves not signing him to that full year because I do not see Donaldson staying healthy. For four years. No, I mean, Donaldson, great player. I love him. I liked him in Toronto. He's old. He's not going to stay healthy for four more years. If he does, it'd be a miracle. And with his swing, 
it reminds me a lot of uh, Dan Ugliss' swing. He's that really powerful swing. If he hits the ball, it's going a long way. But, man, we all saw what happened with Ugla. Once once you lose it, once you get a step behind, with that swing, there's no coming back, and that's going to be too big of a risk. The only problem with losing Donaldson is you lose a little bit of the swagger aspect that he brought to the team into the dugout. He You do. The, the year before Donaldson, the Braves thought they were good, and they had young talent, but when Donaldson was there, he made mm-hmm. sure that the team knew that they were yeah. a solid ball club. I'm sure Donaldson... Even take even if he didn't play a game for the Braves, at least what he brought into the locker room was a we're the best team on the field every single game attitude. And I think Felix could do that yeah. for you. Yeah. Or even Ozuna could help you do that. I think yeah. you have to have someone older. I mean, I know you have Freddie, but Freddie just doesn't have that demeanor about him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's a quiet he's leader. He's kinda like Julio. Yeah, he's a quiet leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I think and just honestly, being here for a year, just put that in some of our younger guys too. Like you look at Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna. They've got that. They've got that now. They that they've seen that. And they're like, wow, this was more fun this year playing like we're the best team. Oh, so yeah. I think for that's sure. going to be positive coming into the season. And then you know you've got you bring it back O'Day. You've got Will Smith. You've got all these additions to the bullpen. All their young arms coming up. There's no reason why our pitching isn't going to be a strong suit this year. And you got Cole Hamels too. Yeah, Cole Hamels. He looks like I said. Perfect hire. I mean, Felix, yeah. nothing wrong with Felix. No, there's no downside to that hire. Worst case scenario, he never wears a Braves uniform, and you lost a million dollars. But you still, even the offseason, he's giving your mm-hmm. young pitchers something to look up to mm-hmm. and a role model and someone they can ask questions to a yep. veteran. And someone who knows what he's right, doing. Right. And then you've got Hamels doing the same thing. So I think Hamels has a like more likely upside. I think he's still got a little more left in him than Felix does, but they're both at the very least, veteran presence in the locker room. Even if Felix doesn't have anything left, middle of the season, your your rotation's getting a little tired, you need someone to fill in, call him up for a series. Let, yeah. him, let him throw a game. Yeah, why let why not? Game. Let Soroka rest his arm, let Freed, you know, some of these young guys rest their arm a little bit, and, you know, King Felix can come in and give you five, six innings and let the bullpen only have to cover a few innings. Now, we can't talk about the MLB right now without talking about the Astros. Yes. That's an unavoidable subject. <laughs> yes, very much so, especially with how much it, you know, we saw at Chopfest this past weekend, even Freddie Freeman was upset about it. I mean, it's it's scattered all over the league, kind of just how sad it is to see, I guess, what's going on. Uh, it's bad for baseball. Yeah. It's a bad look for baseball. Yeah. But the only problem with it is, that I see, is that when they were doing it, there was nothing illegal about it. There was no written rule saying they couldn't mm. do it. Now, the unwritten rules of baseball that everyone knows yes. are so touchy. Yes. You, that is on there. Like, yeah. You know not to not do to, that. To but if you're like the that. Astros and you're a hitter on the Astros and they're saying, hey, we're going to give you the sign. or We're going to tell you what's coming. <laughs> you're going to take are that? Are you going to say no? No. You're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. So, I mean, why it's not? True. It's if true. you don't want people doing it, I think you have to... Write it out. I know it shouldn't be written out. Yeah, shouldn't it, have you to. You shouldn't but, have to. But I think if you want people not to do it, people are always going to be looking to get the advantage. Yeah. And I think you have to make it clear that that is you're not, not You're not going to put up with that. I agree. And I think that's why – that's my issue with some of these punishments. I don't think they've done anything to deter teams from doing it. I think the only thing that's scaring other teams from doing it now is seeing how the league – how – other players are reacting to but it. But how can you punish them, though? They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I, it's a tough situation for the league, but I think we're going to see some negatives of this in the next 
three, four years with players not wanting to go to the Astros. Players, uh, pitchers yeah. aren't going to want to go to a team that, you know, a pitcher for the Dodgers, maybe who played them in the World Series, that got shelled. He's not going to want to go play for the Astros now, knowing that they cheated their way against him. Right. You're going to lose prospects, or not necessarily prospects, but you're going to lose players like that, free agents. So that's going to be a big punishment that the league didn't even have to do anything about. Yeah. It's just going to come naturally. And I don't think you're going to see a stripping of a World Series title. I, I no. don't think that does any good. No. Because they, they still did, won it was, the there World was Series. no rule. They won the World Series however they won it. Yeah. I mean, you have to play away games, too, at the World Series. Exactly. So uh, I guess with the Astros, what they did, what the league did is – what they could do. Yeah. I think they did everything that they thought they could do. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even fire. They didn't even make the manager and the coach get fired. That was the Astros that fired. It was not like the league. I think they had to do that for to go away. I mean, yes, they had no choice to do that, but that still, that wasn't even the league's punishment because they couldn't punish them because they technically didn't break any rules. It's kind of like, you know, pimping a home run and then getting hit in your next at bat. There's no rule saying that yeah. that's going to happen, but that's going to happen nine times out of ten. If you pimp a home run, you're going to get hit. It's yeah. just those unwritten rules. No are, way around it, right? There's no way around it. Not at all. So who who's making the who's going to be the World Series next year? World Series next way year. Way too early predictions here. My way too early prediction? Yep. Go, I got to put the Braves in there. Fair. And God. Uh, Everybody. Twins? Braves Twins? Maybe. Okay, a little Donaldson getting his getting a rematch against oh Donaldson. that would be crazy that would be crazy I'm gonna go I don't think it'll be the Yankees just because I don't know I just don't like I'm I don't like picking the Yankees to win the World Series it's like picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl you just don't want to do it right so I'll go I'll go Braves also I don't think I think the Nationals lost a little more than they're gonna be able to keep up with yeah. um you know especially with Rendon. Uh, the Rangers are a scary looking team. Yeah, they are definitely. Especially with Rendon signing. Uh, twins look good. The Brewers are gonna be good next year. The Angels are gonna be good next yeah. year. There could be a lot of teams. I might I might go with the Angels. Yeah, the Angels are gonna be contenders. Trout can stay healthy all year. Yeah. And I think a sleeper in our division this year is gonna be the Mets. I think they're gonna the Mets new, they're gonna really new scare manager. some people. Yeah. I don't the Phillies are always the so Phillies are the Phillies. I mean I mean, same thing with the Nationals, but they were rightfully they so. Clearly they, were. they won the World Series. Yes. But I just feel like when you come out of the season and the, all of these predictions from these analysts, I feel like the Phillies are probably the most overhyped baseball team in the league. Yeah. I mean, I do understand maybe a little hype. You've got Bryce Harper, who's been a generational talent. Like, love him or hate him. Most people hate him. But besides the point, Joe Girardi taking over as the manager. He's... Had success with the Yankees in the past, so I can understand a little hype, but I agree. I think they're going to be second or third place team, probably more like third place team in the division yet again, and they're going to miss the playoffs just like last year. Yep. Well, we're running out of time on the uh, episode. Yep. Uh, I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. Yep. I think before we end it, though, I want to just take a moment to send our condolences to the Bryant family after the terrible tragedy from earlier tragic, this week tragic loss for the basketball community and yeah, the world the just, world as a whole honestly yeah it was that's a terrible tragedy that you hate to see with anybody and especially somebody like kobe Bryant that was so big of the community and always you know i heard i think it was skip bayless said something that as great as his career was on the court his career off the court was just going to be even better and it's sad to see that come to an end so just want to send our condolences to everybody involved in that accident and you know we're thinking about him. 
Well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode.